0: Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network.
1: Yo! Oh my God.
2: Yo, 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 we are back. Dave's a hack and he's whack. Yo, that was your mo-
3: most hurtful rap yet, but it was the most flowing and it was pretty on point.
2: I was, am a hack, it was the truth, and I was flowing. Uh, I
3: had a little spark a few years ago, but it just fizzled. Yeah, what, are what are you gonna do? Yeah, you gonna do.
2: Welcome to Yo MMA, represented by Yo Kratom. Uh, Yo Kratom, the number one name in Kratom. Uh, com, home with the six dollar kilo. Go support them and everything that they do as we support as they support us. That's Dave. right, Dave. Uh, welcome back to the show. I am the Puerto Rican rattlesnake, Louis Che Gomez. He is comic Dave Smith. Hell yeah. What's up, buddy? Chilling, man. Just uh, <clears throat> getting ready for the holiday, my friend. <clears throat> yeah, it's the it's uh, Christmas week. It is Christmas week. Uh, I call it Christmas week. W E A K because that's how my fucking bank account's looking right now, doggy. Wow, <laughs> it doesn't stop. I, it's just it's never ending. I just keep on fucking spending money, and um, you know, it just never feels like it's enough. It's and what an- am I trying? What, what? What am I trying to fill in myself that I keep on just purchasing gifts for my my family member? I don't know emptiness, lack
3: of love. But it's just like it is something about the holiday season. And I got uh, crazy, I got like every, my wife's birthday and my daughter's birthday and my nephew's birthday and like a couple other things. James' birthday's members. coming up. James's birthday. Everyone. You got to get everyone something. Yeah. And then I just, oh, I'm furious about just finding out I owe more money in taxes than I thought I did.
2: Just- these uh, are all adult things, guys. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear the adult talk.
3: Guys, fucking shit's awesome. Yeah, we're, getting, we're going out on a yacht party this weekend. I wish, dude. I wish I had a yacht. Yeah. How much is a yacht? How much is it how much I think, I'm pretty sure they're very cheap. No. Hundred thousand.
2: <laughs> Vic, was that you?
4: Yeah, I said hundred thousand. What, yeah, what happened what happened for one of those crazy the, ones?
2: The Undertaker sound. Remember? Come on, Natalie. Get on point. You're fucking
4: sipping. You said it's
3: a hundred thousand. I thought it was much more than that.
4: Hold on. For like a small, like decent one that, you know. Thank you. Not like not like Putin's Putin's yacht, you know, that he has yeah. out there somewhere. 100 but, uh, you get like, like, a,
3: like a ford truck for a hundred thousand dollars can you a please yacht? look up look up yacht prices it's well, gotta I be more a than a hundred thousand
4: you are you are way off on that one Dave. But where I, are you man well you have to hire a captain wait right. what was i way off on i um, like the ford truck you know 50 <laughs> 50 max if you get like a really decked out one no right now no, you could spend a lot dude, more than ford 50 f-150 on
2: a is a hundred thousand dollars vic yeah. a nice one
3: Really? Yeah. yeah. If you're getting a nice one, up. you're getting it like decked out. You're fucking cl- at least close to
2: 100. the Sunseeker Superhawk. How much is this bad boy?
0: All the ones here, you have to ask them how much it is. Contact they don't want for you to pricing. Know. Oh hey, my god,
3: that's more than a hundred thousand. We're
2: interested in doing a podcast about this boat. No way. What does it cost? That's nice. You need to. Ca- you need a captain. Like if you have a limo, you don't drive your own limo. Now you, gotta fu- now you have it's a. Not, it's not a, super baller if you buy a limo yeah. and then you have to drive it. There's an employee. You have to also hire an employee. Oh, okay. Here's some prices. Six thousand? No, six million four hundred ninety-five thousand five million. Vic, you are so off with your yacht no,
4: pricing. No, no, hold on, hold on. For the low end, which is what I was doing, it starts at around a hundred thousand. They go up to like ten million if you're like
3: Putin so or somebody like, crazy. Hey, you guys want to come back to my yacht party, girls? Yo, yeah, my yacht's worth twenty thousand dollars. Type in cheapest uh,
2: yacht possible. That's what I want to see. Just so you can, say I want you a cheapest yacht? yacht, dude. Oh, look, that's fucking wild. Dude. You want to dollars? You split the cheapest yacht ever. Facebook Marketplace for yachts. I, dude. I, every time I go somewhere, I, like I'm just such a poor piece of fucking trash. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to buy. I want to live here. I went to the Poconos with my girlfriend. And I, I was like, dude, I could buy vacation property in the Poconos. Then I started looking up the prices. It's so cheap, dude. We should buy vacation property in the Poconos. All right. The Poconos. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take the trash out of the kid, boy. You really can't.
0: It's giving us low-end 300000 Let me
2: see. Can we see the, the yacht that nobody did for $300,000? Because that's not terrible.
0: This is just a guide to how much yachts cost. That's
2: not a $300,000 yacht. Give me one for sale, three hundred. I want to see it. I want a virtual tour.
4: I'm telling you, I read the rat this the other day, about a dollars This one on the left, $250, $250,000. Look at this. All right, go, 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 go to the $300,000 one. 2021?
2: It looks the oh, It's an old-ass yacht, dude. This yeah. shit doesn't even got a computer on it, but dude. But
3: it is, I'll tell you,
2: This is an nice. old compass. This has a, a Nazi compass <laughs> right on it. Let's see. Let's see the inside.
4: I'm sorry I was trying to think more close to your wheelhouse. I was trying to give you something realistic to shoot for, not like Oprah-level.
3: No, You're, but this isn't Oprah level. This is three hundred grand, but it's a cool looking boat.
2: If I own this, I would say that I'm a baller. Yes. I would, I would literally be inviting whores onto my <laughs> yacht, rad, <laughs> like my yacht. I'd pronounce every letter. I pronounce, I'd pronounce yacht.
3: It's crazy though. And even like luxury on a boat. Look at that. Still kind of sucks.
2: No, that rules. It's like, dude.
3: hey, want to curl up on this shitty bed with this yeah, thirteen dude. inch TV over here? That ru- it's a TV That is. VCR. That's how you
2: can really tell how old that yacht is by the fucking TV that's in the wall. Yep. It's not great. It's it would still be pretty fucking cool though. It would
3: be very cool. Boats are a lot of fun
2: too. Oh my god! My
3: father in law has a boat, um, and it's just he married a good it's boy. a
2: lot of fun to take out. Man, your father in law sounds like a real man. I love. He's yeah, building a studio. He's got a boat. He's uh he's yeah. Does he think you're a little bitch? If you marry, if you were the one who married my daughter, I'd be like, What well, is Look at his fucking soft hands. He's never do you don't drive you never done a goddamn thing with your hands in your life Dave what's the manliest thing you've ever done what have you done what have I done <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I've done <laughs> uh no, I've done he more is, than you manly. He, he is a real n- I
3: don't know he is a real man he's much manlier than both of us he'd he'd probably on some level thinks we're both girly not me he would meet me he'd be like this uh, he's like i get it no
2: he listens to the podcast and he always talks about mm. what a fag No, be. dude he's fucking he he's very impressed with me i've uh, I, you know i it's manly the way that i am oh okay you know no i'm more manly than you dave unquestionably may, maybe you I may be you may be a lot of things than me right uh, well that's undoubtedly maybe true. maybe you're a couple things <laughs> you know you're fucking more learned <laughs> i'd say yeah that's really it I, that's it More learned not smarter not cooler more learned um uh, all right
3: sure do you play wordle just no take it. do i play wordle you don't play wordle i don't play wordle I'm that, is 90, pre- that is pretty manly Ninety-three of day streak <laughs> that's just just so the manliest thing
2: i've ever heard of that's uh the <laughs> 93 day streak just spelling words like man, testosterone. There's five letters in Wordle, you dickhead. Don't wordle. I don't play Wordle. Um, all right. So, look. Let's fucking. Let's, what's been going on in the world of MMA this week?
3: Well, there was a the end of the year event. Yeah. There was a, good fights.
2: It was solid. I didn't really give a shit that much, to be honest. All right. I was out in Toronto. I ended up watching some of the fights, but it just wasn't, you know. Look. It just wasn't a big banging end of the year card that you're sort of expecting. It they, it should, end they should end the
3: year on, like, a fucking crazy they, And card. they used to do that pretty regularly. It was a little weird. They just had a huge pay-per-view, and then it was just kind of like, oh, there's a fight night, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, I don't know. It, they were good fights. Jared Cannonier versus Sean Strickland's a really good fight on paper. Yeah. It ended up not being, like, a crazy fucking fight. Yeah, super close split decision. Very close. Yeah. Did you watch the fight?
2: Yeah.
3: Who Did you? Yeah. No, you didn't? I did. Who? Okay, you didn't uh yeah it's was a very close fight i honestly i couldn't hey. have said who won can we edit this dave's cutting me down can, uh, uh, you, well, you couldn't you didn't even lie effectively you oh, you're an excellent liar i know if go, you want to lie edit, you can edit. lie make an edit
2: note all right try it again
3: okay did you ever cheat on your baby's mother <laughs>
2: no do not that <laughs> ask me the question about <laughs> oh i thought ID. we
3: were just testing piece out. piece of shit <laughs> oh, i was just setting you up to lie yeah, and God, really sell it okay i'll really sell it this time okay fine so you watch the fights this weekend you know I did. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Well, obviously, this guy watched the fight. Who did... Oh, you know I did, baby. <gasps> Who did I? Who did you think won the main event? Ooh, Cannoneer. Yeah. Did you? Okay. I Who... didn't watch it. I did not watch it. I was, I was in Toronto. Shout out to everyone that came out in Toronto. I ended up watching, um, before I left the hotel, I watched Drew Dober versus Bobby Green. I watched that live. I was really into it. And then when I got to the venue, I was just like, I just couldn't just couldn't get to I just didn't give a shit enough about the other cards in the event to like make it my thing in a green room to set up a fucking computer understandable to watch. Yeah
3: um but what, talk to me about it. well. Let's what was, talk what was about great.
2: the fight you watched. That was a great fight. Drew that Dober, was a Bobby dude. That Green. was a great fight. First of all, Bobby Green always in super exciting fights. Doesn't matter. Every fight he's in is great. I I love Bobby Green and, and Dober's one of my fight. Favorite he was fighters. dude. He was sort of lighting Drew Dober up, right? He, he, he was, was wrecking him, outclassing. Yeah, him. just really unorthodox striking, coming from different fucking angles. Hands down by his waist, he was wrecking Drew Dober shit. And Drew's just tough as shit, granite chin, and he can just put you down. He hits like a fucking truck, dude. And we saw the same thing happen in the Terence McKinney fight. It was yeah, actually almost a Drudeau similar Burr's last two fights. It's not that like McKinney wasn't fucking him up as much
3: as well. J- McKinney landed like bombs on him. Yeah, it was. Had more, but it was a lot hurt. more back and forth. No, no, but McKinney had him seriously hurt. Yeah. But this was a little bit different, where you know Bobby Green was picking him apart, outclassing him, like out techniquing him at you know just huge speed advantage, and just got caught. I love Bobby Green, it always felt to me like he was the like the, the MMA gods seemed to almost just not be on his side. Like he always kind of was, like right there at breaking through. Had several decisions that I thought he won go against him, and had several fights like this where it was like, oh, this was a fight for you to win, and it just didn't. You know, just happen to get caught. Turn the, turn the volume down a little. Fine. There we go. Just got caught. Yeah. But he was doing. I mean, through the two and a half rounds, he was,
2: or the round and a half there, he was looking phenomenal. Yeah. He was. He was That's talking shit. Target. It's a shame that he didn't win because he was talking shit about, or maybe it, it isn't a shame. Maybe it's actually probably better for him because he'll probably be more likely to make the fight now, right? Because if he beat Drew Dober, there was no chance of him fighting Patty Pimple. But now Patty pimblet has got a big old fucking target on his back because he's not like Hamzat who, it's like he has all this hype, but it's like, oh, what is the path to victory there? It's like, I, do, I just don't. No, everyone wants to fight Patty Pimlet. Yeah, now, everyone's like, like, oh, I could beat this guy. Well, Patty Pimlet also. But did you see what Bobby Green said about Patty Pimlet? Trying no. to pull up that quote, dude. He was fucking he lit him up. He was like, he's not even a professional fighter. He was like, I would fucking eat this kid alive. And he likely would. Um, but I think if he beat Drew Dober, I, uh, Patty the Batty, they got to give him a winnable fight. Like, they're not going to give him. You know, maybe look at him to try to crack the top fifteen. If you look at one fifty five, look up there maybe those rankings as, as well, and see who's in the top fifteen. I mean, the
3: top fifteen at one fifty five is fucking killers, dude. Yeah, killers. Yeah, Paddy Pimblet also really kind of like turned himself into a heel with the way he handled his last fight. And is it and just the, the it rubbed a lot thing. of people. People did not like the Ariel thing. They did not yeah. like the way he handled the. Um... I mean, look at this fucking look at this fucking division.
2: This is just. It's as it usually. Let's is. go to it's... the bottom. Let's go to the the bottom. No, well, not the bottom. I mean, like top 15. top fifteen. So go to fifteen down. Got to be
4: clear. There we go. <laughs> Got to be clear, Lewis.
2: Uh, Joel Alvarez. I couldn't point him out of a crowd. <laughs> Armon uh, Sancturian. Doesn't he play drums for System of a Down? He does. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Jalen Turner. Yeah, I mean uh, Jalen Turner would. F-
3: fucking Wreck Patty Pimblett.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, the reality is, I don't know enough about any of these guys to talk about it. <laughs> so, but I mean, I'm looking <laughs> at like the top 10. Like, yeah, we start getting into the Michael Chandlers of the world and the Dan Hookers of the world. And the Dan Justin Hooker Gages of the world. I mean, these think about Dan
3: Hooker. What Patty Pimblett, think about now. what Dan yeah. Hooker would do to Patty Pimblett if yeah. they fought. He's better than him in every single area. There's not even like one area where, like, oh, Patty's got an advantage here. There's nothing. He's yeah. just like outclassed in every what area. What was the Bobby Green quote? Do you have it?
2: You do?
4: Pull it up, please. By the way, so everybody's going after Pimlet, including PFL and Bellator fighters. All of them say he doesn't deserve to be in the UFC. I mean, he is just now this hated person among it's, uh, fighters. It's pretty crazy. Well, it's you, also...
2: A weird, like, I think people will still like to see him. You don't have to... Um, when you have this enigmatic thing about you, right, and you have the the it factor, right? It's like Connor. Connor plays a heel well. Patty can go from being heel to babyface. Bisping did it, right? He went from heel to babyface. People still wanted to watch these guys fight, right? So, um, especially the whole like the brash British sort of like attitude and that swag. He's not losing any fans doing that necessarily, you know, but it does feel like he was everybody's like it was like he was the darling for a minute. And then everyone started like trashing him, saying he's not that good. But it doesn't mean people aren't going to want to watch him. No, I I agree. I agree. He's still got that
3: that 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 like it thing. And he's still got people. He's the center of attention still. Look, even the fact that he's just getting called out by all these guys is like pretty insane. Yeah. Just again, like I've said before, and I like Patty Pimblett, and I fucking have nothing but respect for all these fucking fighters. But, you know, it's just there's this glaring difference when you talk about, like, oh, Conor McGregor, Michael Bisping, Patty Pimblett. It's like however you feel about Michael Bisping and Conor McGregor, they were amongst the absolute best in the world. They well, were, the, and and always were throughout their it's career. Also, look, he's, he's just very, very,
2: very different guys, right? So Michael Bisping, you know... Look, Patty Pimblet, that that career—it's a long fucking path of like getting to right, getting to the top, taking a tough loss. Like yeah. really, really, yeah. you remember how many times Michael Bisping came cl- like one fight away from fighting yeah. for the title, and he lost split decisions, got robbed. I mean, not to suck Bisping dick, but this, this is the fucking reality. The reason that Bisping ended up turning everybody over and getting everyone to become fans of his because it was such a fucking tough journey to the top, and he was like, ev- he was like an everyman. Everyone was like, "Holy shit, this guy threw hard work and grit." Right willed his way to the fucking title and he wouldn't say no he gave his eye he gave parts of his fucking body for it that story i mean you it's almost like a rocky story you have to give part of your fucking life in order like conor McGregor didn't do that conor McGregor didn't have that conor conor sort of was like you know he struck lightning in a bottle or the ufc did i guess with him and it was like you know a, a much different thing so um, Patty is sort of going the path of Connor. It looks like that. It's like this just sort of momentum in this moment. And if he were able to capitalize it like on it like Connor did, Connor had this moment. If Connor would have lost to Aldo, Connor would have lost to fucking um uh, what's his name? Alvarez. If he would have lost the, in these big moments, against the best in the world, by the way, he and he fucking starched. The best in the world, Patty is barely getting by. The unknown guys, unknown dudes. So we're like, you're talking about like it's a very strange thing. because it was also he's like- being pushed like Connor, but he's gonna almost have to have a re- re- realistically speaking, this gonna slow the roll a little bit because he's gonna come into some tough losses. Well, there's against- almost no
3: way. There's no way to do it because if you slow the roll too much, you kind of can't really build up and maintain this thing. And if you go. Even at the appropriate pace, he's just gonna get exposed sooner or later. The thing also with Conor McGregor, if you remember, as it was going, it kind of like with each step, it was like, oh shit, like it got bigger and bigger. When he fought Dustin Poirier the first time and he knocked out Dustin Poirier, if you remember the thing that Rogan and them were saying at the time when he knocks him out, they're like, Conor McGregor is for real. Yeah. So that was almost like the first step, where it was like, oh, this isn't just a guy who's talking trash and knocking out lower level guys. He just like knocked out a real prospect, who's yeah. like a real guy. And then it was like another one, another one, and then he fought uh, Chad Mendez, who had fought for the title twice and was like the for the interim title. And he fucked him up, and it's like, oh, now he's the interim champ. Then he sleeps the fucking, you know what I mean? The the goat of the division, and then it's like, and it just got bigger. How does Patty make this thing get bigger and bigger? Yeah.
2: It, it's the, not picking out a split decision
3: that most people thought he yeah. lost and I
2: think he's got like four or five losses outside of the UFC yeah. it's like you know there, there's some issues. what was the Bobby Green quote if we have it Natalie do you have it up please let's see beautiful. It was easy money. Let's see I actually I actually think he's an amateur fighter. he's not even a professional. he's an amateur he doesn't belong there uh that
4: was uh yeah, those are harsh words for Bobby Green. I think things would be different if Meatball McCann didn't leave Patty Pimblett for a woman. <laughs> if I if I have to if I have to say that he hasn't been the same for Meatball, I, I also Meatball think-
2: McCann also taking a hiatus after her very tough loss to Aaron Blanchfield, mm-hmm. who is uh from my hometown oh well, look at that. It well, all comes back to you. you I I think that uh, <laughs> I
3: think Bobby Green's being a little unfair there too. I also don't think it's true that Patty's an amateur and doesn't belong here. Like he belongs here. He's won. What has he won? Three in a row in the UFC. Four in a row in the three, UFC. So okay. So he belongs here. Yeah. It's and these just other to, guys aren't making just to the have, UFC debuts. Yeah.
2: The problem is he's just for the the amount of hype. The discrepancy between the, the talent and the hype. hype. But here's the thing. Also, like maybe the UFC. I don't I don't fault them for bringing him along slower. And also. So it's not even like Sugar Sean. Like Sugar Sean, they really slow rolled him. Now he's getting some bigger fights, right? But Sugar Sean, like that was sort of the, the knock on him for a little while. I was like, oh my God, all the hype. And then they're they're slow rolling him. But Sugar Sean, the reason I think people are saying that was because Sugar Sean is starching people. He's yeah. starching the lower yes. level guys. You're like, okay, dude, fight somebody at a higher caliber. And I think from his perspective, he was saying for a while, maybe he's as a new deal now. But he was like, he was like dude, I have like a, a low level contract. He's like, why am I going to go against the top dudes in the division? I get paid the same amount of money if I beat a guy who's ranked 15 or if I got a guy who's ranked three. So I'm building a name for myself. And once I that, get a better that's contract, understandable. It, in a weird way, it's respectable. When I first heard it, I didn't love it. But after even just saying it now again, I'm going like, it's actually probably a smarter way to handle your career.
3: Yeah, I, I can understand that. But I think the point you touched on is the key one. It's like the the hype over him was that he was wrecking guys, wrecking them. And then like, that's, that's where the, that, that, Shit builds up from, and then of course, ultimately, what just happened is he got the biggest test of his I career. He just
2: gave me a cold coffee, Coop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch you in your head. Come here, <laughs> come here. I'm gonna punch you right. I'm, I'm gonna punch you right in your fucking nose, right in your he nose. Doesn't,
4: he doesn't know your culture.
2: Literally. He does it on purpose. Know. Thank you,
4: Undertaker. It's
2: <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It's it's freezing. Is it freezing? Yeah. Come here. Let me punch you right in your nose. Come I here, Coop. Coop is. Uh, I like Coop. He's not a good drink guy. It's crazy.
3: It's been clear. He got you a who, slurpy who would have thought a guy hired whiskey?
4: to uh, handle board board and equipment would be a good have, would not be good at drinks. <laughs> he's, he's. I mean, did he get hired to be a bartender?
0: Hey, kind I of. would be very good at drinks if I could leave the computer.
4: Yeah, it's because you just uh, don't
0: generalize about all bored people, Vic.
2: Something, something about breast milk or vagina juice. I don't know. Lesbian stuff. You could
0: just say, I drink yeah, a lot. Like, that's drink a lot of. I don't too. think
2: breast milk is a particularly lesbian thing.
4: It would be if I was. Cancel a culture has hit Yo MMA.
2: <laughs> Cancel culture has hit Yo MMA rap.
3: Well, so you didn't even watch yeah. the main event. Shut so, up. so I don't know what. Shut we... Up. Here, Vic, let me ask you, Vic, who did you think won the main event?
4: I thought Strickland did, but I didn't think it was like that big of a deal to kind of throw a fit about it.
3: Yeah, he's very. I mean, he's being a bitch about it. I think, right? Really, what happened? I don't know, but he's he's very pissed Is off. Is he about tweeting
2: it. about it, or was it like in
4: person? Was he freaking out? I the don't cage? actually
3: know. I was just speaking out of my ass. I saw someone tweeting about how he's being a bitch about it. He, and he's going
4: after it. the judges. He's saying the judges don't know anything about MMA. They're allowed to judge, and, and people are just kind of. There's yeah, one judge that's own, under yeah.
2: like uh, under investigation right now, right? Well, that's with
4: Patty Pimblett. Yes, they uh, yeah, they the don't, don't Pimble like Pimble that judge. guy. They think he's the one that messed that whole thing up. Yeah,
3: possibly. Yeah, yeah. I I thought it was. I had Sean Strickland winning, but it was very very close. So I don't think there's anything. You know, the truth is that it seemed like Sean Strickland was fighting a fight to come on strong in the end and Jared Cannonier would kind of fade and Cannonier just didn't really fade and he stayed it stayed in there he was still landing some shots and he was landing more powerful
2: shots just a very very close fight. Uh yeah, I mean, is it worth me going back to watch?
3: No. I
2: don't know. That should be the gold standard on if a fight's good or not. Like, would you recommend. Even it
3: after f- talking about it and knowing what yeah, happened. like, you got to go and back and watch
2: them. this fight. Like, if, if your fight's not worth going back to watch, I think. No, it's, I mean, it's not like a fight. It's not well, like, it wasn't worth watching in the first place. I don't feel bad. The did you watch I don't Alex b- uh, Carreras, uh,
3: Bruce Leroy, his fight? Yeah, versus Juliana Erosa? Yeah, obviously. Okay, see, so that fight I would tell you to go back and watch. Yeah, And I did. Because uh, the finish was incredible.
2: No Ooh, so good.
3: Just if you really like slow it down and look at what he did there, it was just it was like the fucking Leon Edwards type shit. But it's so beautiful, dude, just to hide kicks behind the fucking punch like that, especially
2: on the same side. It's just yeah. well, it's because
3: they slip and they feel like they're safe. You know what I mean? That was cool.
2: Very cool.
4: He's been around for so long now. And uh, you think he's reached his potential where he could still go higher?
2: I how old is that as uh very, he was very young right when he was on the Ultimate Fighter
4: like Yeah, I super, think he was very young.
3: young. The, I think look I think he's gotten a lot better. I think he's at the top of his game at least so far. I don't know if he can get better, but he's very good. He's actually 34. 34. So this is probably he's probably in his prime right now.
2: Yeah. I mean look, you get a lot of these guys, they grow up in the spotlight. What I mean, was he 24 when he signed to the UFC? Yeah. Like you you know, you learn on the job against the best people in the world. And sometimes those guys come together later on in their careers. <clears throat> yeah. No, i 100 All right, real quick, let's take a moment and thank Yokratom.com for supporting today's show. Yo home of the $60 kilo. If you guys are in the market for Kratom, you gotta get it from YoKratum.com. Hell yeah, we love these guys.
3: Uh, if you like kratom or anyone you know likes kratom, please go support the company that supports this network, this podcast, and everything we're about. YoKratom.com, home of the sixty
2: dollar kilo. All right, where were we? Um, all right, so look, let's we got to talk about this. Our boy Jake Shields. This was a Ooh. wild. This was wild. Jake's a lunatic, and I, I am such a fan of Jake Shields. Jake Shields came at the Skank Fest the whole time. Um, we hung him the whole time. He's a great guy. The fucking man, dude. Such a cool dude. Um, big comedy fan, very big supporter of the things, specifically you, like, you know, you you sort of introduced me to him, um, but he ended up just being a big comedy fan. Like, just, he really loved it. Like, I just saw, like, he was enjoying it. Yeah. And I'm happy we're going to do it in uh, Vegas again next year because he lives out there, and he'll more than likely come out and hang out again. He was fucking great. Um, but he posted a video on Twitter um, where he was getting into it physically with mike jackson who is a four fight ufc veteran um and this was i guess at the ufc performance institute in vegas and i guess uh they're saying that shields and jackson have feuded over social media extensively on a variety of issues such as race politics and more etc so i didn't know that he had a beef with mike jackson i don't know i did not know
3: about this either and i follow jake shields on twitter and stuff but i must have missed this uh, I don't really know anything guy, about the politics of evidently Jackson. Evidently this guy, Mike Jackson, called him, like, a Nazi and a racist and all, t- you
4: know. <laughs> was like,
2: you're at Skankfest.
4: <laughs>
3: uh, all types of recently
4: shit. recently also a white nationalist, by the way.
3: Right. Okay. Which seems like a downgrade from Nazi, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, and I guess the shit. You know, it is a little bit different when, like, two fucking UFC fighters are talking shit with each other. Uh, they're. I think Jake was kind of like, "All right, so you're saying
2: fighting words now? Let's what, fight." What? What? Um, wait, does Mike Jack Mike uh, Jackson fight at? I do not know. You now look that up, somebody. Because I, I mean, you're right. There's something about fighters. Yeah, he's over welterweight it, well, yeah. So it's I mean, a fair fight. A fair fight. So there's something about when there's two fighters, it's just a weird thing. Like when, when they get into a fight at a press conference or they smack each other at a weigh-in, um, like it's assault. Yeah, but it's just not the same. But I go, nah. Like if, if somebody got arrested for it, like if some other dude called the cops because the other guy assaulted him, But you guys are fighters. It's okay. You assault. You assault.
3: That's what you do. It's like if me and you were just hanging out right before uh, Legion of Skanks. And, like, you, like, made a joke about me. And I go, whoa, dude, you can't make jokes.
2: Someone call the cops. (laughs) This guy's out here joking before we're even going into the room to do the podcast. And it's also, like, I, you know, it's just, uh, look, even as men, even as men, I just don't think I'd call the cops on somebody if I got into a physical altercation. Now, look, I I guess, could I be, if I got my ass in a street fight, I'm embarrassed, and then I see a cop. <laughs> hey, <officer. laughs> it just fucked me up, man. It'd be a hard maybe, to do. but I couldn't imagine as a man being like, "Dude, I got into a fight. I got my ass kicked. Then I'm gonna get on the phone." It's also not and call like the someone cops. like
3: jumped you like on the street. Who you? I got know. a girl like, arrested once for hitting shit. me.
2: Yes, because you can't hit. Her I back. can't hit that bitch back. She smacked me. I called her a fat cunt. And I put my chin out because I I really wanted her to hit me. I don't know what happens. This is this is not a um, an ex-girlfriend. This is a, a a friend of a friend, essentially, right? This chick and she was hammered and she was being a fucking fat cunt. And I was like, "Yeah, shut up, you fat cunt!" And I put my chin out like that and just did a cunty. I knew like I was goading her into it, and she fucking fucking went boom, punched me right in the face. And once again, I wouldn't have called the cops on her a cop happened to be just driving by slowly in his patrol car. And I was like, you know what? And it was the moment I was like, I couldn't hit her. I couldn't do anything, but I could be like, Hey officer, she just hit me and the cops came out and then they were like yeah did you just hit him she was like yeah but he called me. and then they were like what and they just put it right in cuffs she admitted it she could have lied she could have said he hit me first she was just yeah, drunk yeah, yeah, and yeah. retarded she she's had no idea she's just stupid and, and probably hasn't, she didn't understand how to hasn't play the this game this before, yeah I've, I've been, been here before. before like yeah. you're like yeah
3: if you say yes they have to
2: arrest yes, you yes if you say he hit me I just fucked myself yes and yeah. they probably would have arrested they you they would have easily um, arrested me what are you an idiot she's like he hit me She'd start crying immediately like, yeah. oh, it's I didn't god she could have turned that around ideas but when so two men and we've all been into physical
3: even aside from just that i am kind of a believer of okay i want two things that i'm not trying to be contradictory even though they kind of do sound like they contradict each other number one look i'm not saying you can do what jake shields just did or that he's right to do it um i get like that the, it, it can't be the law that you're allowed to just fucking beat someone up for talking shit At the same time, I feel like almost every guy knows what what governs male behavior is that almost everyone knows, and women know this about men too, that there's there's something you could do where if another guy punched you in your face, they'd go, he had it coming. There's just th- there's just lines that if you cross yeah. that if you cross that line if if I walked out of here to uh, right now and walk out on the street and there's some guy with his girlfriend walking by and I go uh, yo your girlfriend looks like a slut and the guy punches me in the face every single person watching that goes you got what you deserved you had that coming yeah. no one feels sympathy for you and I do feel like this is this should be true in general with men that like there's a certain line. That you cross that are like fighting and I words, feel like that and you line shouldn't for say that. Professional yes, fighters. Yes. Now add in
2: that they are fighters. When it's fighter and fighter, I feel like that that line is in a way different position than everyone else in the world, right? Yeah. That line is probably pretty close, and sort of they know what sort of they're dealing with. Now, if you have two fighters like these two guys, they get into an altercation. And by the way, this is taking all of the politics out of it, right? This is taking like whoever side, right? Like I don't, I don't know shit about Mike Jackson. I actually can't speak to the shit that he says because I don't know anything about him. I'm just saying, you're a guy who's talking shit. You're a professional fighter, right? You got chumped on this fucking video. It's not like he got on top of you and beat you to where he fucking broke your nose, rearranged your face, you know, put you in the hospital. like, Like, no, dude, you got fucking, you got out grappled. Then he got on top of you, gave you a little, he snuffed you a little bit. It wasn't a big fucking deal. For you to call the cops, after that yeah, for you to try to assume lame. it's kind of lame dude you, you got fucking bested you look a little you look like a bitch right so either fucking he and by the jake the whole time is inviting him back he's like dude come fight me he's like please by all means come fight me i'll beat your ass i haven't fought in the ufc in a very 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 long time right this is a guy who's fucking you know mike what jackson i don't know how far removed he is from the ufc but i think it was, his run was fairly recently um you know i just feel like Without knowing anything else, you just look at it, you go, You look like a bitch. You're you're begging for his teammates to take He's like, Dude, get this guy off me, he keeps on saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you're gonna talk shit afterwards. Um, pull up the video, actually. We we didn't even watch the video. Y'all are literally just little you said you're Somebody
1: give me
2: some on. off It was just a couple little punches. I mean, very. Hey, look, it's just a little scuffle for you to fucking try to sue another fighter over that. It's kind of just a bitch ass move. Yeah, no, I I agree. I agree in general. People, I,
3: I think, and, and he was fucking calling him a Nazi and shit like that. It's like I don't know. You know who Jake Shields is and what crew he's in. Like you kind of can't. Like I I mean I felt this way to some degree with the Colby Covington thing with with Jorge Masvidal. It's just like there. Look, you want to play this game where you're talking wild shit to someone. And you do just kind of know, like, there are some guys
2: you just can't really talk well, to. It's like Also, that. like, look, you, you're also jumping him. It's it's another, well, that, it's a little yeah. bit of a different thing. No, that's true. Like you're coming at him with a bunch of your boys. No, it's Jake little... Shields went to an MMA
3: gym. and yeah. was like, I'm fighting you yeah, here yeah, yeah. Let's right go. now. Let's fight. <laughs> this is
2: he on, the on U- UFC.
4: He went to the UFC Performance Center. I love it. And, okay, and, and wh- apparently he's banned for life.
2: Yeah, eh, he's got his own gym. He's fine. <laughs> He'll be okay with that the performance <laughs> institute. Yeah. Uh, pull up the pull up the uh, no, you already did pull up the video. I'm sorry. Um, pull up the uh, aftermath. What what's going on with it? It's, um, I think uh, Mike Jackson said he's gonna you know he's gonna go the legal route. He's like that's what you gotta do. You gotta hit these Nazis in their pockets. Um, but it's like, yeah, look, I is being called a Nazi enough to beat somebody up. I mean, I'm, look, I'm I'm never gonna say yes. It
3: is look. Even the example of like someone calling your girl a slut or something like that, you can make the argument that it's like look, it's words, the the words that you shouldn't like go do something fucking violent and get arrested or maybe hurt someone or hurt yourself or whatever. I'm just saying that there are certain lines that I feel like you shouldn't that are that are fighting words to say to another man, and you shouldn't say them unless you're you're like prepared to fight that guy. Where exactly you draw that line? Yeah, I think you could say calling someone a Nazi is over it. I don't know. I'm all, it's also just like on social media, that shit is almost like completely removed. It's one of the things that's most toxic about social media is that you see all – there's tons of anonymous accounts on social media who love to kind of like – talk, and, and non-anonymous accounts – who love to talk shit to other men in a way that you know they never do face-to-face with another man what i'm not saying it's right to go fucking beat those people up or anything like that but there is something there's a reason why everyone who sees this is like fuck yeah Jake yeah. Shields go fuck this dude up like he's talking shit you're like okay come fight me he's like no i won't fight you but i'll keep talking
2: shit jackson told uh mma fighting steve morocco on friday afternoon that he plans on pressing charges for shield after the incident and then Shields told MMA Fighting that he spoke to an attorney who relayed that his firm ground for defamation suit against Jackson for his, accusi- his accusations related to nazi dumb. Uh, can you sue somebody for calling you a Nazi? Because I got a laundry list of people that I would love to sue then. Please. I've been told you can.
4: Can, I, can you? Can, can I can bring you though? A, Please. Zach, Vic? Can I compare this to something? This is like a podcaster yelling at another podcaster for canceling a fight or something weird like that. That's the equivalent of this whole situation for me.
2: I couldn't imagine a situation like that ever happening. Yeah, me neither. Uh, do you not want to talk about that? <sighs> I, 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 I've i talked about it enough on podcasts at this point. Oh, you have. I feel like this is not a work. Beating, this is a real uh, thing. Beating a dead horse here at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I'll give, you know. No, it's not beating
3: a dead horse. I mean, if you were a horse, you would be dead right now because <laughs> your leg's bad. They would kill yeah, you. They would actually they literally shoot they, me.
2: shoot you in the head. Damn it. Um <clears throat> No, I have I have a, an MRI scheduled for tomorrow morning, and uh, I've told the story so many fucking times. I told well, let's, Jason. Let's, let's, uh, no, look. the story is about you and Jason Ellis, like fucking hating each other. Well, right? yeah. So I, t- I pull. I told them, hey, dude, I haven't been training for two months. I haven't trained before, before since before Skankfest. I was like, find another opponent. I was like, I, I need. To, I can't. I currently can't train. I don't know when I'm going to be able to train, and I'm still going to see the doctor. I still have to right. get an MRI. With at this point, I wouldn't have enough time to get in shape and be ready for the fight. Even if tomorrow my leg was magically better, which it's it, not, it was no scenario where it's it would have. Better. I would have issues getting ready for the fight with this little amount of time, and also taking two months off is not good. I was, I was on a, a trajectory. I was doing really, really well. Right. I was doing a lot of jujitsu. I can't do that. So I told him that he flips the fuck out. He starts cursing me out, calling me a liar, saying that I'm trying to duck him. Um. So and it was just the the way he did it was just very disrespectful because am I like I I've been talking about Jason Ellis to our audience and bring him into Skangfest, bring him on our podcast, painting him like he's the fucking man, right? And then when something doesn't go his way, he's gonna just be like like his audience are they care about this shit, like, he's like, he's going to his audience, yeah, fuck this guy, he's a phony, he's a fraud, and I'm like, fuck you, dude, why, like, why am I wasting my time bringing you into my fucking world, and building you up like you're the fucking man, w- Ellis Mania at Skankfest, it's not like he produces that, we pay for everything, we fucking right. pay him to be there, we create an event to keep his brand alive for the past few years, and I just took, uh, I, I just took it personally, I was like, hey, that's kind of fucked up, I was like, and I, it was just some... It was kind of some fake LA shit. I was like, "Yeah, dude." The, the second, well, thing- it's almost
3: a weird thing. Like, um, what's what stands out to me about it is it's almost like, it I, I could kind of see if you were like. Professional MMA fighters, and this was a championship fight or something like that, and being like, "Oh, you're gonna pull out of the fight after all this <laughs> yes. commitment to it or something." But you're kind of just like, "Dude, this is just like a fun thing to yeah. do." I was like, "Oh, let me test myself against a guy who's like a semi-pro, you know, like yeah. fighter." And you're like, "Ah, yeah, my knees, fuck, I can't, I can't do this if I'm
2: at less than a hundred percent." Yeah, I'll lose. That seems I'll like lose. very reasonable. He's like, "See, he's admitting that he's <laughs> not." I was like, "Yeah, is that I'll lose if I'm not hundred percent, well, I don't know. Even if I'm at hundred percent, if I could beat him, I don't. I'm not hundred percent positive. I have no idea. But that's kind of the point. I want to see." I like I know I could beat Ryan O'Neal again. There's a reason I'm not trying to fight Ryan O'Neal again because right. what's the point? I'm not trying to see that's the difference between me and Jason Ellis. Jason Ellis is trying to take a fight that he knows that he can win. In his mind, he knows he can beat me. I've no like I'm not gonna go fight Harrington. Like, what's the point? Like, and I, right. I'm sure, you know, even if Harrington really thought he could f- fucking beat me and he put a year into it, I'm pretty sure I could smoke Harrington so there's no interest. There's just a difference. I also feel like- So, it, so for him to call me a fucking bitch that or- to, This just
3: to, isn't your, this is not your profession. You're not a professional fighter. Not, that it's like, I, I think I'm pretty that if roles were reversed and you were like really into a fight and someone, the, whoever you were fighting, you know, like if Jason Ellis called you and went, dude- I fucking got real knee problems, man. It's just there's no way he I'm gonna be in shape. He had knee like, problem. He had a hard issue. feel like pulled out of
2: the fight twice. But he I feel like you're it off multiple times. And I feel like your reaction would be like, ah, shit, dude, that sucks. You I'm, sorry better, hear, dude. I'm sorry to hear. I'm you have sorry fucking you're going through through it. That When sucks, he got fired you know? from SiriusXM, I was the first guy to call him. I was like, I was like, dude, what's going on? How can I help? Let me know what I can do. Like, uh, I just, I, it, and look, he's apologized since. He went off on a whole tirade on social did media. All right, but he's like trying trying to turn his fans against me. Which that's uh, that's just sort of what I took issue with. I'm going like, yeah, dude. Like, well, he's kind of trying to damage and your also be- image because he know and he also knows it's not even like he doesn't really believe that I'm not injured. Yeah, that is yeah, crazy. Yeah. He knows he was at Skankfest. He saw firsthand, P- you know, and whatever. I didn't want to spend a lot of time talking about it, so I won't. But where we're at right now is he went off on a fuck. I mean, he just up. got he got super emotional and he called me up screaming, cursing, calling me names. I, it was just, it was way over the fucking top. Um. So then I was just like, "Yeah, fuck you, dude." And then I, well, I started. You know me. I start screaming. We're screaming at each other. He ended up uh, unfollowing me on all social media, like a <laughs> chick. And then he ended up apologizing this morning, and being like, "You know, I got emotional or whatever," which is fine. I accept the apology. I hope we can put our differences aside. I, I hope, I hope so we too, because to I, I, I like time. Jason a lot, so do and I. I. I, I do think uh, hopefully that can be resolved. Because he's Look, a good dude. I think he got dude. too emotional. He got about fucking this. emotional. Whatever it was, he, you know, he had something maybe psychologically or emotionally invested in it that I didn't. This is just. A, this isn't like. Uh, maybe I didn't realize how much of my being involved was a part of like the event. Like I, I didn't, in my mind, I'm going, no, oh, Jason, this is your event. No offense to Jason. If Jason's at skank fest or not, you know, our event goes on our event
4: is fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not like, uh, I, and that's you know what, it is? what, sorry, just, just to move this forward. You know what it <laughs> is with this whole situation is, is that there's some people that can just go and like play a sport or, or fight and and it's like a job it's like you know they got it down and then there's some people that have to talk themselves up and and get crazy about it and and that's what this situation seems like it was i just mentioned it because i thought it was a funny gag to kind of mention that i didn't mean to get into it no no no
2: it's fine it's fine and you're, you're right i i whatever and also maybe he just looks at fighting in a different way um you know i just for me it's not worth Hurting myself, and like, and we're gonna see oh, no. if the MRI results come back. Who knows what'll happen? The other thing is, it people nobody wants to hear us reschedule this fight again. It's so dumb. It's yeah. it like we're, the people hate me even talking about it. So, if that ever happens, you guys will hear about it when there's like it's like a month out or two months mm-hmm. out, <laughs> and we'll fucking promote it. Like, we'll just go and do something, right? Um, I don't know, but they might. The doctor might tell me, "Hey, dude, you know what? Your knees are fucked. You're gonna if you keep on training hard, you're gonna need surgery." That's something that I would likely put off for a while, and I'm not gonna return to to fighting anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like you're like, "Oh, I have to get back in the cage." And like, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not my how I make my money. It's yeah. actually at this point, it's probably a deterrent. I, I'll probably make more money touring and just podcasting if I take off touring now, like which I'd have to do in order to train for for a fight. You know, it, it's a whole other um, it's a whole other element. But the best thing that came out of all of this. Yes. The best thing that came out of all of this is I put that video out about Ellis, and I was like, yeah, my knee's fucked. You know, it is what it is. Guess who I get a text message from? Rogan. Joe. Lee
3: <laughs> you got. He goes, oh, thank God you decided not to do
2: this. <laughs> Joe fucking Rogan. And what did he say? Whoa, I'm back, baby boy. You're back. And what did he say? Thank God. You would have gotten killed. No, no. He said, hey, dude, I got a knee guy that uh oh that's that's awesome he was like i'd love to touch up he was like he was like hey and then he sent me it's that famous knee over toes guy he was like yeah he was like yeah just reach out to him i was like joe (laughs) (laughs) i I can't just reach out to the knee over toe guy (laughs) like it's not really the way it works for not super famous people (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy
3: (laughs) i have
4: a better solution just show up you don't even got to
2: make
3: an appointment they're always really happy
4: Yes, Vic. Yes, Vic. Oh, um, um, my solution is that you should tattoo a triangle on your knee, and I bet you <laughs> it'll start feeling better. I'm not even. I'm not even kidding no, at no, this yeah. point. I believe in the triangle that much.
2: Can you sue people for calling you a Nazi? If that's true, why are we not suing people? Uh, I think. I think you
3: can. Whether s- you'll win or not is debatable. You are, if you're a public person, there's. A, I believe it's called defamation per se. That it's like if you're if if someone's clearly trying to like
2: damage you, you're like you know mm. your i would categorize this money. under def- defamation purse b or c it, it could be that <laughs> me personally uh
0: wouldn't you have to show that you've lost money i feel like well that's only the idea person-
2: you can't quantify how many jews aren't work. working with me how do i do that
3: <laughs> well that's the idea of defamation per se i think is that you don't exactly have to quantify it. how how would person. i know like think about how
2: much money the con- i believe that's what it's called the jews control natalie you're Jewish? Think about how much money the Jews control. All think of about it. how much that I don't have. All of that. And that's how much money I've lost. Think about all
3: the trillions of dollars in the world.
2: And then think about what Lewis has. <laughs> so small in comparison. It's very true. Very true. Conspiracy. <laughs> um so I uh, well look, if you could sue, then let's just fucking go. Class action lawsuit. Well, I don't think it would be a class action I don't lawsuit. know how things work.
3: Yeah. Hairline fracture. There you go. <laughs> <words>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sometimes shit. the words just spill out of my face. <laughs> I
2: just say them. It's all good. Um, let's see. What else is going on here? We got a little bit of time here. Uh, big stories. Uh, oh, can oh, I? Please.
4: Can I address one thing? Oh, uh, and, and Natalie, if you can hit the animation.
2: Things to address. Okay. <laughs>
4: I'm not going to uh, formally apologize, but I will say that my take last week on Ariel Helwani got a lot of people uh, calling me names and saying things about me. They didn't like it. People did did not like Vic's
2: take on Ariel Helwani. What was it again? See, Dave had no... Dave just was trying to be a dick and disagree with anything I was saying. Vic, it felt personal.
4: I just decided that Ariel Helwani was fully to blame for this and or half to blame for it and i criticized him for his way that he covers MMA, and people didn't like that they think he's a a great guy so i don't necessarily see that i i think there was a lot of haterade coming out of me and i will admit that and i should tone it down a little bit but
2: these are some of the comments that producer guy doesn't know what he's talking about dana tried to destroy ariel's career and ariel responded back to the attacks
4: um I think people just like the guy because he's one of the first, like, self-made MMA reporters. Vic
2: kind of sounds like he just doesn't like
4: Ariel. That's
2: not going out on too much of a limb. Dude off-camera doesn't fully grasp the Ariel situation.
4: Wow, And it's Vic, by the way. This
2: next guy said, I liked the part where they
3: talked about the fights. Right.
2: One of the few... Something to consider. One of the few comparatively I've gone... One of the few times, comparatively, I've gone. Lewis is right. Uh, Gomez
3: is ducking Ellis. Let's Gomez not skip is that one.
2: Ellis quack 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 quack. All right, that's it. Enjoyed seeing Dave. Wait, wait, go back. Things to address. What else do you have to address, Victor?
4: <laughs> now, I just wanted to mention that and uh, address that and let people know that I'm gonna take it easy on on uh, on Ariel and give him benefit of the doubt and uh, try to be fair when it comes to him. I like it. That is all. Very good. Let's say sorry. And they love you, Dave. By the way, the the all the social media
2: loves Dave. No, not all of it. My girlfriend's bringing friends out to the show tonight. Okay. Um, And I'm like, that's not good. I just want to do. Well, no, not skanks afterwards. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. And I want to like impress her friends. Like I can't like.
3: All right, you could do my act. Yeah. (laughs) As you know, just don't like make a habit
2: out of it. But just for tonight, you could have it. Uh, I can't, I can't, I can't shift down that boring. I don't really understand how. Nah, you could do it. <laughs> you can really try. You could do it. It's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, but like I that I've I don't get nervous ever getting on stage anymore. But now it's like, it's the first time that a group of like friends from her like hometown. Do, I, do you kind
3: of like that? You feel a little bit nervous. Can I tell you? Sometimes it makes me feel a little bit dead inside that I'm not nervous
2: anymore. Like you just know like I don't like, like, like it's a weird I get thing. excited. It's not dead inside. I get really excited to get on stage when I'm doing stand up yeah. usually. So this is like I I feel it's her friends. It's not even like she's brought a couple friends to shows out in LA before, but it's like a dancer friend. It's not like her old friends like right. her, like these are like the people she grew up with. This is like a big fucking step and now I just like if I bomb there's an uncomfortable thing where all of her friends are going to think that her boyfriend's unfunny.
3: It's also... Uh, and they're just, like, hot chicks city don't city know the spot. nuance of like... It's also just a city spot yeah. where there is the possibility of bombing. Like, it's almost impossible to bomb when you're headlining. Right. You, and you're going out to like your crowd. It's oh, not that it can't happen, but
2: it never has, and probably never will. That you're actually bomb in front of it's, your. It's fucking rare crowd. that I'll bomb in the city, but I, the only time I bomb, the, it, the last time I only remember once bombing in recent memory. Right, and by most people's standards, it wouldn't even be bombing. By most people's standards, most young comics in New York would be like, "Oh, that's a pretty good set." Yeah. It was, but it was Patrick was in the room. The uh. Booker of the club this is the first time he seen me in years. Like, <laughs> a, you know. And I fucking just I was it was going well, like, and then he stepped in, and it, it, as he stepped in, I was like, it was just going so well. I don't know what it was. I was like, let me try this brand new joke. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know where my mind went, but I I told this joke about eating hooker pussy, mm-hmm. and the audience just stared at me like, what are you talking about? And then I saw Patrick kind of look down and then like get up and leave, and I was uh. like, ah, <laughs> and that like it whatever that nervousness is, like it just like that will that's the the only time i felt that way in recent history but that's i'm so nervous about that tonight i have one shot to impress this girl's friends yeah well, well don't,
4: don't do, do the hooker pussy joke that's i'm doing
2: much. the hooker pussy <laughs> joke. you gotta do the hooker <laughs> pussy joke.
4: Lewis.
3: you gotta redeem the hooker pussy joke oh, by shit. the way i'm
4: re- i'm really i was taken aback by the whole dead inside thing dave but you going up and you don't feel any nervousness anymore that kind of scared me that's really dark
3: Well, it's just sometimes I'll just feel like it's it's a weird thing, like to not feel. No, I still, in general, I'm with Lewis. I still feel excited, but I've had like shows where it's just kind of like I don't know. You're almost just very removed from any of that. Mm -hmm. There used to kind of be this like fiery thing about doing stand up where it was like, oh, I don't know. You always kind of have this nervous energy before going on, and I've noticed having less of that. Yeah,
4: yeah. uh, Let's see. What is power slap, Vic? That's Dana White's new league. It's no. going to debut no. on TBS and it's just guys standing across from each other and slapping each other really hard. I That's hate it. I, I don't it's I one do not of my it's one those.
2: of my least favorite things when I watch these big guys and big girls fucking slap each other in the face. It it seems like it hurts so I would rather be punched so much than be just slapped in my chin. First of all, it's a palm strike. It's not just a slap. Yeah. It, people are like, "Oh, it's a slap. Punch slap." You're also you're getting the whap across your face, but it's also the palm is catching your fucking chin. People get knocked out on this all the time. I just for whatever
3: reason to me too, there's not there's something about just standing and taking it and you're not even like trying to defend yourself that just makes it not appealing to me. Like it just feels like
2: this is stupid. Who are these people that just want to take a fucking slap?
4: I feel like this is like a bar thing.
2: Turn some volume on, please.
4: You go to a bar, you see people slap each other, and then laugh about it, and have a few beers. Like, yeah, dude. I, I don't understand how play some
2: big it. buck hunter. Go to that slapping table with that other guy.
4: That's it, man. Dude. By the way, this is got. This is. I agree. This is not good for your head.
2: I
3: hate like, it. I
4: understand oh, fighting. I hate it. This is.
2: I mean, look fighting is probably more dangerous. Uh, you know, ultimately, you're taking more. You're taking more blows when you're fighting an MMA fighter, boxer, whoever. Yeah, sure. This is unquestionably, out of all combat sports, the safest. <laughs> I, I would say it has to be right. Maybe point fighting karate with no
3: something like that.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, just dude, look, he's bleeding, dude, off of a fucking smack. Your whole face gets swollen on one side. Can we see pictures of people the day after like a slap fight like this? I bet you oh, they get re- blown up, dude. It, fuck that noise! Fuck that noise! Yeah, oh, I hate it. I hate this it. This is dumb. Tom, Tom,
3: can I power slap you right now, please? I don't like that Dana White's doing this. I feel like it's beneath him.
4: It hurts the credibility ooh. of MMA. And
3: that's a hot
2: take right there. look at, right oh, look there, at that guy's face. Credibility of MMA. Go to that, Oh fuck you, dude. Fuck that. Why? Fuck. Why do that? I don't know why it's, it bothers me so much more than even bare knuckle boxing. So I, think rather, I've... I would rather, look, Oh no. I would rather bare knuckle box.
3: I remember getting a birthday punches one year. The last year I ever got birthday punches. I think I was like 13 or 14 or something like that. And it was like a thing we do. When I met you when I was 19, I tried to give you birthday punches, you're like, dude, we're adults. And I was like, no, come on, dude, Uh, one for good luck. I remember (laughs) literally saying, it was this year, think 13, maybe something like that. And it just got fucking just everyone was like, all right. Every one of your friends has to give you 13 fucking punches and then one for good luck. Cause ho, 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 we're dudes. And it was fucking so I by the end of the day, I mean I had just taken hundreds of fucking punches in my arm. Yeah. And my arm was just fucking crazy red and like swollen and shit for days. And I remember even at thirteen just having I go, No, I'm not doing this anymore. This is like fucking retarded. And like literally the next year, they're just being like, If you punch me, I'm gonna punch you in your fucking mouth. Dude, and that just, just Did you ever go blow what? for blow? Blow for blow, what like punch in the face? No, sucking other dudes dick <laughs> while wow, he sucked your dick. Just sixty nine.
2: On my birthday, yeah, it's mean, <laughs> sure. your birthday. I mean, I wasn't doing the punches now, anymore. I had to do something. No, you punch each other in the arm. You go, you go, then I go. Yes. When
3: I was younger, I've done shit we like would, that. But we would. It's a little bit different though than just sitting there and
2: allowing people to punch you. What did I do this with? Where well, their mom got mad. Like, she was like, yeah, you're not, like, hanging out with this kid anymore because his arm was, like, so black and blue. But we would do it to each other. We would just keep on punching each other in the arm over and over. Like, it's not my fault he was 6 and I was 13. Until one of us gave up, you know? Coop, this is a very young male thing, right? Coop, how old are you, 22? Yeah, 22. When's the last time you went blow for blow with a friend?
3: Probably when I was, like, 18. Right? Yeah, but I haven't done it since. You want to
2: go blow for blow right now?
3: Mm, I'm all right.
2: Come on, Coop. Sitting down. Sitting down blow for blow jabs.
3: Hard, wait, hard as we can jabs or jabs like shots in the
2: jabs in the arm. Sitting down. You can't get any power jabs in the arm sitting down, Coop. Sit right here. All right. We'll on. do left arm jabs <laughs> blow for blow until What's the one point person. Point quits. point of doing this? <laughs> what is
4: going
3: on? Shut
2: the fuck up, Vic. Here we go. I have something to address. <laughs> <laughs> How about a hug for hug, man? This
4: is where the Democrats are right. Hug for hug. Why don't you guys just try to hug each other the best real quick? Go yeah, one gonna go, just
2: aggressive hug. We're going to go blow for blow. Left arms, okay.
4: right? So left, wait, which way do I sit? I so you sit, sit that way. way.
2: So your left arm. Go for the hug, Coop. You can't hear me, but go for the hug. Okay, ready? Yeah. Only jabs. Only jabs, Coop. Okay. That's the hardest you can punch? I'm just pulling.
3: Harder, like
0: Coop. How, when do we
2: stop? I'm hurting you. I mean, like... Come on, Coop, I got this.
0: Straight men are so gay. It's hilarious. They
2: really are the gayest.
3: This is
4: ridiculous, <laughs> by the shut way, up. but I want Coop do we to win. Out?
2: What?
0: Do we, how long do we
3: do this?
2: Until you quit. See, I'm getting the same and spot. You... Coop, thing. here's what Coop's doing. He's going, he's like, I'll never quit. But what's happening is I'm hitting him in the exact same spot <laughs> over and, and, and again. over again. And this is, start, this is going to start to hurt. Go ahead, Coop.
4: Okay. Power slap him, Coop.
2: <laughs> Coop <just> him. <laughs> power slap him. <laughs> power slap him. <laughs> yeah. Same. He's, he's starting to get to him now. Come on, Coop. What's don't the point him. of doing this, Coop? Just we stop. No, we don't. I don't know. You can quit whenever you want to quit. Let, not, let him go, Dave. Let, let him get. I you not, not. I will never quit. I know Lewis isn't going to quit. It's just a matter of how
3: many more times he's going right, to punch right. you until you quit.
2: Wow, Coops right. a bitch. Coops a bitch. I, I just Coops a bitch. I like that. Coop's I just logic
3: bitch. Coop out of doing this
2: anymore. You're just gonna take five more punches and then quit. Yeah, he was just gonna. I van- what I, 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 what's stuff. the point of this? I felt it. I felt his body breaking down underneath the power of my punches.
4: I think this is what you should have like met met Jason Ellis in the middle with. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, you guys can't. blow for we'll blow.
2: This. All right, mate. We'll get blow for blow. I'll pull out of the blow for the blow fight. <laughs> was it? Is you think it's the money? Was he going to make big money off this? Maybe it meant a lot to him? No, I don't think it's the money. I, I, it's not like I'm this much of a draw. I think there was interest in watching me and him fight. Um, I, I think, I think he's got kind of emotional. I think he's pissed and uh, I think he's not happy that the main event that he was planning fell apart. But from my perspective, I was like, dude, there's four months away. Like, yeah. you're fine. And you not can... for
3: even from his point of view. If you saw what just happened with Coop, he dodged yeah. a bullet. Yeah, dude.
2: Coop. Coop, that power was surprising, right? For I s- wanted to walk out with my arms still intact, honestly. So was I was, I was, I had no choice. For a seated jab, was that not pretty That's powerful? Not, that wasn't. I bad. thought you I were generating
3: good power. It for was a also jab. like the
2: first three were were pretty manageable, but then you kept
3: hitting it in the same spot, and I was just like, it's precision. How many like seven more of these? It would probably just be very
2: uncomfortable. Yeah, it's precision. It's not a big deal. I would have murdered you.
4: Lewis, <laughs> <Lynn>. <laughs> you think you can go? You think you can go blow for blow with me? You seen these hand bones I got? My hands are like twice as big as yours, it's man. True. Like I power slap you, x arm you, anything. Vic's
2: got two fucking straight. two big old hams for hands. <laughs> Put your hams together, I say to Vic when <laughs> he's at a show. <laughs> um, all right, real quick before we get out of here, um, middleweight Conor McGregor to middleweight. Um, I wanted to touch on that. That's interesting, right? Is that official of some sort? He sorts? he said he's going to fight at middleweight, right? He's huge now. He's massive. Yeah. Yeah. It uh you know, I'll tell you, it just makes no sense. No. He'll get fucking smoked at my Well,
3: life. it's just the thing is, right, Connor was always kind of this uh Connor was always like a fast Twitch, you know, like type fighter, very explosive. Yeah. Um, he was always kind of muscular for the divisions he was in. Connor had a problem with uh with fatigue issues with cardio issues yeah. like that was always so a, putting pro- a on problem more in Connor's yeah. b- p- uh, career like Connor never really had fights where he like w- you know started dominating later in the fight even in the Nate Diaz fight I think the only five round fight he ever won mm-hmm. he won because he dominated the first two rounds and then survived the rest of the fight it just seems like so what you're telling me you're going to be a crazy jacked undersized middleweight now So you're going to be going up against guys who are naturally much bigger than you, but you just have all this muscle mass on you. This is only going to hurt your cardio. And now you're going to be going up. You know, look, Connor. Was a humongous 145 pounder. And that was really where he was on his greatest run,
2: you know? Yeah.
3: And good for him. He could cut down to the fucking weight and make it. Look, Connor, and a, a, weight, a really
2: fun fight would be Connor versus Adesanya. I can see that fight happening. That could be, but you know. How,
3: how would Connor possibly? Just the natural size of those two guys. I mean, I, I don't know.
2: It seems yeah, I crazy. think the, the length and, and how, how good um, Adesanya is, how tricky he is. Um, it would make it a tough fight for Connor. I think but I, I also don't think that Adesanya knocks out Connor. I think that it ends up being a, a f- just awesome. a fun, a huge fun fight. Neither one of these guys are champions right now. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think there's something there. But outside of that fight, or maybe I mean who else would be really fun at middleweight? I don't even know anyone else who I'd really want to see Connor fight at middleweight. Um Yeah. I really yep. I really don't know.
4: Um Nick, all right. Nick Diaz wants Adesanya, by the way.
3: Yeah, that's I mean Nick Diaz Conor McGregor psychotic. at middleweight would be a kind yeah. of like uh, an interesting fight. I don't Nick know. Nick and Conor at middleweight fun. You know, uh
2: I don't want to see Nick Diaz fight of Oliveira. Yeah.
3: yeah, well I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not impossible now that he's not the champion anymore, but um I would if Nick Diaz is going to fight, I know he's talking about coming back. I'm not like a, i love Nick Diaz. I'm such a huge fan of his. I would just really hope he's like really in shape and really trains, and I would hope it's just a huge money fight. I'd want Nick to go get a huge fucking paycheck, something like a Conor McGregor or something like that. It's a fight that makes sense. But look, I will say Nick Diaz clearly, there were clearly real issues with his last training camp, right? He shows up. Couldn't make the weight a couple days before, didn't look like Nick Diaz has ever looked before, physically speaking. And still went out there and was like throwing combos and still looked like he looked like if he was in shape, he could still compete with Robbie Lawler, probably beat Robbie Lawler. Right. I'm not against him fighting again, but I think it should be a a fight that makes sense. That's a big money fight.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, Nick, you know, that last performance. After that last performance, if it's a true, you know, a truly motivated Nick Diaz, it's still a big question mark sure if he could come back and compete right so there was a question mark then he took a lot of time off right and it was five years six years whatever it was and I was like oh can Nick Diaz still compete he wasn't able to come back in shape well that's all we know right he wasn't in shape he wasn't he he didn't look like the old Nick Diaz it was like whoa okay so technically shouldn't he be even more in question now
0: you know what I'm saying like right right, right now
2: it's like like I don't. I don't know that Nick Diaz well, can I think come so. back and compete the, in the UFC. I, well, the I just don't know that he has that in him. The, the thing
3: almost, what, and, I, know, and I'm a massive but, fan. Well, it becomes a thing where, in a sense, I don't know if it's more or less of a question mark. You know, it's it becomes a thing where almost none of the questions are answered because we saw pictures of Nick six months before that fight where he's shredded in incredible shape. Then he came into the fight not in incredible shape, yeah. and you kind of like it's like so. What do you draw from that? Well, you draw from that, he was still throwing combos and he still landed a lot of things. But you also could clearly see he wasn't the same guy. And it was also, look, for Nick Diaz to kind of like fall down and go, I'm done. I'm not fighting anymore. That's just not who Nick Diaz was as a fighter throughout his entire career. And that raises questions of like, (laughs) dude, do you still really like want to fucking do this? So, you know, you got a particular mindset you have to
2: have. So after after you like, all right, after six years, he didn't look good. At this point, I just don't know. And Nick versus Connor you know, I don't want to see Nick get starched by by Conor McGregor. That would suck. Um, either way, we got to wrap this one up. Shout out to your kratom for supporting today's Hell show. Yeah. Home of the six dollar kilo. Uh, we'll be back next Monday with another incredible show. Merry come Christmas out, come out and spend New Year's with us. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we just added a second show, seven thirty p.m. show at the Comedy Store. I think there was last I checked, there was fourteen tickets left. Um, they have a countdown. So I know exactly how many fucking tickets are left, which is great. So uh, yeah, go get your tickets right now. That's for the 10.30 show. 12 tickets remaining for the uh, 10.30 show. And then there's a 7.30 show that we just added. Lots of great comedians. Lots of other stuff coming up. So go to lewisofskanks.com or Comic Dave Smith? Comicdavesmith.com. Yeah. Grab uh, tickets for all of our live shows and more. Thanks for watching. We will be back next Monday. Merry Christmas, everyone.
1: Oh, my God! Yo! Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. It's Yo! MMA Rap with Chris J. Gomez and Dave Smith.